This episode of The A-Team is brought to you by FaceToFaceGames.com, Canada's number one source for Magic the Gathering card singles. Yeah, so, so there you go. So, uh, Day9 asks, what Magic card name describes your love life? Conley replies, we Dragonauts. (laughs) (laughs) Good enough. Welcome to the A-Team Podcast, brought to your ears by ManorDeprived.com, home of Canadian magic. In 2010, a crack magic-playing unit was sent to prison by the DCI court for mines they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison to the Canadian underground. Today, still wanted by Wizards of the Coast, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them... Maybe you can listen to the A Team. KYT. Sorry, Jay just agreed with Medina. My head exploded. Jay Boosh. Is this what it's like to be a brewer? Because that was exciting. Yeah, that's what it's like. I fucking, I take it all back. Scotty. I would really like you to, like, come clean. You just mulligan to land, land, elf sword every single game. And Medina. So anyways, I had to leave, obviously, because I'm just not going to sit here and watch chicks get naked when there's trading to be done. And now, the A-Team. Hey, guys. Welcome to the A-Team, episode 124. I'm here with... Karyong Tom, Jay, Wow, that was, you objectified him so hard as an Asian. <laughs> so early! So oh, early! Man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so the, the gang is all here. We have no guests tonight uh, because we're just, we're, we're too awesome for guests, man. Well, not only that, but like, we've got some pretty important stuff going down right now. Like, yeah. this, this is intense. This is, this is an A-team first. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. I'm doing a KYT. Whoa. Whoa. This ain't no bro deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, okay. So, so what's the A-team first? What is it, Dad? Dad? Well... I don't know. It probably shouldn't be me that announces this. KYT was gracious enough to donate manadeprived.com spoiler to us this year. What? (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) So uh, we got a card that only Conley Woods can love. I love this card, by the way. Agent Boats better be listening because this card is like instantly going to get him off of black. (laughs) <laughs> so Jay, why don't you do the honors and read us this card? <laughs> I would prefer to comment on the card versus. Well, I, they're not mutually the exclusive. The I'm gonna, it's it's KYT's site and it's KYT is like the godfather. We really, should give it to the right man. I think. Why, why don't oh, you no, read you, the card? KYT, read the, read the card. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's called Nivix Cyclops. The cost is uh, one colorless, one blue, one red. It's a Cyclops. It has Defender. <laughs> Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, Nivix Cyclops gets plus three, plus zero until end of turn and can attack this turn as though it didn't have Defender. It's a one-four. Um, so the, the number one card that it really resembles is We Dragonauts for those people that have played um, 
What set was that? I believe in? it was Guild, Pack. Guild Pack. Pack. Yeah. Guild Pack. So very similar. Um, I know that a lot of people have played like casual decks with Kiln Feed and try to beat people that way with We Dragonauts, but I don't remember ever playing We Dragonauts myself, maybe in draft. <laughs> <laughs> so We Dragonauts probably wasn't a constructed playable card, right? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, uh, Con- Conley Woods lives and dies by the fact that I think he won his first PTQ or something with We Dragonauts. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, we've got to pull up this list. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I th- he was on the show, and he said like his favorite card ever is We Dragonauts, and he told us why, and it was so long ago, because we're so old that I just don't remember what he, the reasons were. But uh, as soon as I saw this card, it was like exactly who I thought of. And it's so funny, too, because like, the picture is this hulking behemoth of a guy. Like, <laughs> it's just like huge, all covered in all of these like insane is it generators. It's kind of sweet. But, uh, oh, yeah. what's this? Oh, KYT yeah. found something here. Okay, what, what, did, what did he find? Yeah, so so there you go. So, uh, Day9 asks, what magic card name describes your love life? Conley replies, we Dragonauts. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. Okay, so let's wow. take a, let's take a, let's, an, let's analyze this card. So it's common. Okay, it's a common. Dragon's Maze is a small set. Yes, I'm. You, I'm not going to analyze it from a financial perspective. <laughs> I'm not getting there. But my is point is, five is cents because it's a because it's a common and Dragon's Maze is a small set. Even though, um, it's into uh, you know it's only one one pack. Uh, there's a good chance that you will be able to see you know two or three of these in a draft. Okay. Is there okay so. Before we get to draft strategy, because I don't know anything about that, and it's not a part, it's not a part of the discussion I can really participate in. Okay. Let's talk about constructed. So we'll start think, there. Sure. Do you think do you, do you think this is constructed playable? Let's first get a vote from everyone. What do you guys think? Um, maybe I'll go first. Maybe in modern, where there's more um, storm or free spells that you can do. I'm not sure if it is in standard. I think it might be better than we dragonauts because it's plus three plus oh instead of plus two plus zero if i'm not mistaken for, for yep. the dragonauts yeah it doesn't have flying instead but but still i think you're probably gonna play some cheap bounce spells uh with this guy or some flashback and like unblockable spell with flashback or whatever so um yeah it could be like just better in dragonauts and maybe playable in modern so that's my take Sorry, I just want to, if you don't mind, I'm going to chime in because I actually want to piggyback off the back of that. I think that if you look at this in modern, it's a really, I think you got you got a really good sideboard card. Like a lot of people in modern were Storm and then trying to sideboard cutely into Splinter Twin. Um, but like you could quarter, sort of like take this guy and sup, supplement him as a, you know, a better Kiln Fiend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even he's even reasonable against like the Blitz Aggro matches. Uh, in modern, because like as a one four, he's got a pretty good body, and you're going to have a lot of spells that you're going to be able to turn on the front of him with. Um, so I think, yeah, in modern, you're definitely right. He doesn't die to lightning bolt, which is like totally relevant. I think the super like I think the cool thing about this card is that I think for once this card is built the way that it should be built. Like when you look at Dre- We Dragonauts, it's a one three flyer that gets plus two uh, plus zero, right? Right. But 
it's weird because like you expect this to kind of be an aggressive card, right? This really isn't blocking anything. Like I guess it's blocking like or it's I guess it's more so that it's like presenting the threat of the block blowout. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's going to happen more often than not in the... Like, they're going to have the capacity to do that in the Izzet deck, right? Like, in a blue-red deck, you would think that it's chock-full of instants. Yeah, and, like, the same thing with this Kiln Fiend. It's 1-2, but it gets huge when you play an instant or sorcery, right? So it's not... The thing that always got me about these creatures is they're, like, aggressive kind of creatures that want you to play instants or sorceries. But, like, that really isn't, like, compatible. Like, typically an aggressive deck... You want to have, like, uh, recurrable sources of damage. So, like, creatures are great for that, because if you put, put, put a bunch of dudes on the board, then you can pressure them, you know? And then maybe you finish it off with some burn spells. But, like, if you're just finishing them off with burn spells, then that's probably not enough to justify a Kiln Fiend, you know? But this card is a 1-4 Defender, so it's something that can easily fit in, like, a control kind of tempo deck where you're trying to, you know, chill out, and then it can quickly go on the offense. You're not. Did did I cut out or something? No, I was just. I was just, you were just, you were just being a jerk. Oh, okay. I was just reciting a line from Batman Forever. As, you can't be a as jerk. Usual, as usual. This as is usual. a jerk-free zone. Jerk-free zone, bro. Okay. This is a jerk-free zone. Okay, bro. All right, bro. Okay, MTG Bro Deals. <laughs> Dot com. Dot com. So the one thing I also wanted to bring up about this is it's priced in a way that it dies to mortars. Uh, like it's it's uh, power and toughness is that way, yeah. Which which makes me believe that like R and D had had a, like a, I, I mean you can't make it a one five for three, but like you know it conveniently dies to mortars, which makes me think that maybe it was, you know, maybe that was a, a, a factor. Yeah, there was some design behind that. Also, some more design behind this card that maybe that I haven't heard either of any of you guys say. So we're letting the you new go on a roll here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just going at it, man. I'm You're just like going at the host. It. I, I am the host. I am the host. I'm the host for the most. <laughs> You're the coach. You're the point guard. You're the other guard. You're the two yeah. forwards. I am. I am. So go back and sit on the bench while I finish up here, bro. Whoa, oh, man. Kobe's got a rest. Right. <laughs> so Kobe's got a rest. So uh, last thing I'll say, I guess, and then I'll, I'll let you guys talk about Thank limited room. Yeah. Uh, last thing I'll say on this card, I still have more to say for the rest of the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this also is synergistic with the fuse mechanic. Fuse? No, the fuse only counts as one spell, bro. It does not. It yeah, does. you're wrong. False. Are you Who's sure? Wrong? Who's yeah. wrong, Jay? It says fuse. You may cast one or both halves of these cards from your hand. Yeah, and it counts as one spell. That can't be right. <sighs> All right, I'm going to look it up. I'll get back to you. I'll find proof. Yeah, find proof. Eh, get, get estimates. Get estimates. Get no est- estimates. No estimates. I'll find it. How the best? Get him. Because this also brings up the fuse card. Also bring up an interesting thing. This will be a good, good tester, right? Because if the fuse cards are each an individual card that you cast, then, like, a card like Goblin Electromancer would reduce these spells by two. Ahem. This is based Wait, on the Dragon's Maze... Like- Hold on, listen. This is so... Based on the Dragon's Maze <laughs> Mechanics article, mm-hmm. first, of, first of all, 
Uh, a few spell is one spell, not two. You aren't casting one half and then the other half. Both halves resolve together, and a single counter spell will counter both. Something which, which reads, whenever you cast a spell, will trigger only once from casting the spell fused. So you're not going to be able to... Like, if you pay the cost, if you want to cast this fused, the Electromancer will only affect one half of it. Which is super shitty. Yeah, that's super crappy. Sorry. You can counter both of them with one counter spell? Yeah, it is optional. Fusing the spells. Yeah. Uh, okay, this guy's crap. <laughs> hey! Hey! <laughs> I thought that was going to be sick. You're making sense to me. It's like, oh man, it's as if they made this guy because there was fuse and he would get plus six plus O. Yeah, wouldn't that be insane if you that would be insane? That would be insane. You know? Yeah. It also, it's also weird that like, it's also weird that if they're classifying it as casting half a spell or half a card, but it's a full spell because, but a counter spell counters both. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need two counter spells to counter both. (laughs) I think that's weird. Yeah, it says you may cast both halves of this card. And each half is a card. It's a yeah. Sp- it's two cards, man. It's two <laughs> cards and one spell. That's messed up, my bros. I agree. I agree. That's that's interesting. It's interesting, but I'm not going to judge it or objectify it because that is a jerk move. And we this are is an outrage. This is a jerk-free zone, people. <laughs> Only positivity here and sparkles. I like sparkles. <sighs> All right. So, what do you guys think? About limited or constructed or block even blocked pro tours coming up, guys. Hmm? Jay, I want your thoughts on this card, please. On on uh, on Cyclopean Dragonauts. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, uh, I'm sure that I'm underestimating it. Uh, it's not constructed playable. Uh, what? It's badass. Look, 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 it's look badass. At the look at no, the art. I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's badass, but it is not constructed playable. And Rayama, what else am I trying to say here? Oh, um, I think in in limited, I'll probably just die to it a bunch. Like, what'll happen is like some Jobin's gonna be like, play this, blow you out with a bunch of spells, untap, draw a card. Oh, it happens to be a spell. Kill your blocker, crack you for eighteen in the air. You're dead, haha. And I'll just be like, oh, thank God, why did I pass this guy? Ah. <laughs> it gains flying at some point. Yeah, I don't know. So, so like I don't know. I think it's probably like I don't think it's a limited bomb, but I think it's probably a good card. Like it's a good enough card, probably. Yeah, it's pretty dangerous to attack into if if you're. Like... Yeah, I think it is, and like the problem is, what are you gonna do? Not attack into it? Like, like then he just attacks you, right? Like so, like it's one of those. <laughs> You have to kill it. It's one of those spells where, like, or creatures where they, you just, you have to kill this guy. You can't let it live. <laughs> you have to kill it. You must kill it. Well, and like I said, I think the decks that are going to want to play this guy, that are going to intentionally, you know, look to pick him up, are, like, he's going to fill a really big role in that deck. And I think he's just going to cause a really big problem. Like, in Sealed, this guy's probably only okay. Um, yeah. You know, unless you open, obviously, the supporting cards to make him insane, which could happen, but probably not. Um, whereas I think that if in a draft, this guy is, is probably going to be sorely underestimated. And it depends, it depends too, cause it's dragon maze. So you get it, you, you're going to open it first. So if you can, if you can open him early and build a deck around him too, like that becomes way more powerful, similar to, similar to, um, how kind of 
the Electromancer worked, right? You wanted yeah. to have cards that worked really well with him. Yeah. Right? So. so the other thing that I think is really neat, and it's maybe a, a recent mechanic that we're probably missing on this guy, but, like, Cypher's pretty insane with him, too. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, if you Actually, can... Actually, Cypher is kind of insane with him. Because, like, it casts it for free, so you're be- it's like a planeswalker all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, hmm. like, you, you see a situation where... Anyways, that's probably best-case scenarioing, but... Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, you, you put a first-strike Cypher guy on, and all of a sudden this guy's just, like, picking up the slack and getting insane. Just garbage. Yeah, or, like, in modern, you're playing, like, Gitaxian Probe and, like, yeah. mutagenic yeah. growth. Oh, man, they need this guy in, like, Delver. Delver. Dude, could you imagine a mutagenic growth in this guy? He'd become oh, a... Oh, my God. 6-6. Six, six. Oh, my God. Ah! <laughs> and he's the Cyclops. An eater. His, his artwork is sick. It is sick, yeah. I imagine that the foils would be pretty good if all of these, like, the little generator holes okay, okay. are all shimmery. Okay. That could be pretty so sick. Is, is this cubable? <laughs> Oh, I don't want to hear the thoughts. See, you know what? If you've got a reasonable, like, red-blue sort of storm in your, you know, thing in your cube, then, yeah, this guy could totally well, be... Well, wait a second. Dragonauts is in some cubes, right? Yeah, yeah. The question is, do we cut the Dragonauts for this guy? Mm, I don't think so. You have to, for me. For me, you have to do it. <laughs> I guess, okay, in my cube, I will cut Dragonauts for this guy. Thank, in my you. Cube, Thank you. In my cube, Dragonauts is not in there. <laughs> <laughs> But some so cubes have probably cut. some easy cubes cut. have probably adopted that new guy, right? Uh, the the one that has flash is a zero three and shoots things. Yes, is it Satacaster? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I wonder hmm. if like I wonder if this would like compete for that slot because like there's no way you cut electrolyze for this card. No. Never in a million years. No. You know what card? You know what this reminds me of? This guy reminds me of Calcite Snapper. Yeah. yeah, me too. Mm. You know, and he was Ooh. he was pretty good in the red in the red blue decks. Yeah, like he like the convertible turtle put in a lot of work. Yeah. So maybe, I don't maybe know. he's not bad. Maybe he's, I, I don't I don't think he's terrible. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't write him off. I definitely wouldn't just straight write him off. The thing is, like, okay, so now that we're getting some actually some pretty sweet cards, like Ral's Eric is pretty good. Um, what I mean, what I, where I'm headed with this is like Grixis Control could actually become like a reasonably viable thing and not just die to fucking aggro. And like this card is one of those that may help with that. You know, like dying I, to aggro? No, like not dying to aggro. Like I can oh. totally see this in the sideboard of a Grixis Control deck if they wanted to like if they were fairly budget and wanted to like side into you know some guys to block and beef up a little. I don't know. It like it seems like it could be pretty good. And he can also double as a reasonable finisher if you got like a mitt full of cards and you're just gonna fucking hurl them at your opponent. Yeah, I think you'd have to look at decks like uh, there was some decks that uh, Chapin came out with at the beginning of Return to Ravnica, and a bunch of them had that Frostburn weird in them. Yeah. Yeah, like I think you'd have to look at those decks to see if this guy feels a role in that kind of like environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, as I think he's he's not bad. He's not terrible at all. Like. KYT showed me the spoiler this morning, and I was in the shower thinking about it, and just, you know, like, he's not terrible. Like, am I, are we going to do this if he's terrible? <laughs> if, he's fucking bu- if he's a bullshit card, we're going to give him to someone else. But, like, if he's good, we'll do it. I mean, the next PT is block, so there, there's a non-zero chance it shows up at some point. Yeah. Yeah, what kind of block deck do you think he would show up in? Um, man. Because, like, 
what do you have that supports him in block? Like, I know that in block right now, there's the mono red deck, which is, like, doing pretty well. There's an Esper deck. Uh, there's a Bant deck. But I don't really see any, like, Grixis or, like, is it decks, you know? Yeah. Blue, white, red? Still not a thing? Not in block, I don't think. Uh, well, it, I think there was, like, a four-color block deck that I seen the other day. Um, like, this guy do a pretty good job of blocking... Um, blocking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if... <laughs> if Boros Reckoner's a thing in block, like, I expect him to be pretty powerful. Um, this guy he does a pretty good job. Boros Reckoner, right? No, because he can just block them all day. Just bump them. Not worry about it. Just bump them. Because you're not dealing the three damage. No, you only deal one. No, 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 but Boros Reckoner still kills it because it's like three damage from the Reckoner and then one. That's what I thought. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah, you threw me off, man. Then you just just blink your Aurelia with the Restoration Angel and you promise all. Oh, guys, guys, seriously? You would not believe. You guys reminded me of something. It was so sick. I, I, like, pulled the most disgusting move last night at the EDH table. You're not even going to believe this. So I'm fucking sitting there, and I'm playing against, uh, you know, playing against a couple of buddies, and they're like, okay, well, you know, one of them goes, okay, Junk Reanimator, I'm going to play, uh, uh, you know, I mulch a bunch of my shit in the graveyard, and there's some, like, some, some huge dudes in there. And so I end up, like, casting this Angel of Serenity, and I target all of his guys for the exile. And then while that target ability is on the stack, I flashed in a Restoration Angel, and I was able to, like, blink out my Angel, putting all of his stuff on Exile Permanent. Then when mine came in, I brought all of my fucking Thragtoss back to my hand, and I was just like, I was just like, what? What? Wow. Come out. It was like the sickest play ever. insane. It was like triple (laughs) O-ring. Yeah, it was was so bad. They were just like, how do I beat you? Like, how do I possibly beat this deck? And I'm just like, I don't know. I guess this is why Junk Reanimator is really good right now. Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. It was pretty sweet. I did that the other day too. I did that the other day. Um, yeah, I unbarrel writes my uh, my angel serenity, and then I blinked it with uh, with restoration angel with the ability still on the stack. The key is you gotta do it with the ability still on the stack after you target. Yeah, because okay. then it removes them. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to blink it with the restoration angel. Uh, you know, after you resolve the ability, because then they get all their stuff back. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was, it was pretty sweet. I, I'm definitely uh, I'm dicking around with that interaction a lot more because uh, you know it's something that I just can't believe why no one else is playing this. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's like it's the Aurelia so... interaction. That I... one's so good too. It's so good. Yeah, I so... even I even saved my Gisela the other day with my Restoration Angel. Someone was trying to kill it with the <laughs> uh, with that black removal spell that removes it from the game. Um, what the heck is that called? Sever the bloodline. Sever, 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 yeah, sever they were trying to sever the bloodline. My, my uh, freaking Gisela. Boom! Restoration Angel saved it. Man, Restoration nice. Angel is so good. She's so good. Yeah, that's not like it. She's expensive too. Yeah, yeah, twenty dollars. There's a reason why she's twenty dollars. And she was Restoration fucking... Angel's twenty dollars now. It is. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, and and it was a bio box promo. That is fucking retarded, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, that'd be pretty sweet. You know what, I really just hope that, like, the living the dream for me is that they reprint Baneslayer Angel in, you know, M14. Yeah. And that I get to, like, blink her and save her from, like, a demon attacking it. Like, I'm so excited. 
<laughs> that would be sick. Yeah. Anyways. So, Nivik Cyclops, pass or fail? Um, like, to, to finish off uh, the, the block thing, John, with, with the new Planeswalker, maybe, I guess, someone will come up with something broken with that. I, like, this guy doesn't seem good with the new Planeswalker. I mean, I, to help protect it, I mean. I guess I don't know block at all, so. Yeah, because, yeah, like, I think, like, the new Planeswalker is, like, probably going to be more used for, like, ramping, like, by untapping your land or something mm-hmm. uh, than anything else. Like, getting the six mana from, you know, five mana or whatever. Like, there was people talking about him in Standard doing, like, Farseek, new Planeswalker on turn three, untap one mana for, like, an unsummon or whatever, and then turn four, you have six mana. Okay. Which seems pretty nutty. I happen to have, like, the spoiler open with, like, the six mana is it guy? Melik? Yeah. yeah. What do you think of him? I haven't even looked at him. Wow, his art is funky. It's like... It's... He's... So he's actually um, the game day promo? Like, he's he's the uh, the game day foil, full, uh, like, text, like, full art, I guess? No, fr- frameless art? What do they call that? Garbage. Uh, full Garbage? Full frame? Full frame. Full, full frame. But uh, yeah, it's it's pretty sweet. Well, he, he looks really well good. He what does he well do? Cyclops. What does he do? What is what do we? It's uh, Melik. Is it Paragon? Four colors, blue, red. Play with the top card of your library revealed. You may cast the top card of your library if it's an instant or sorcery card. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell from your library, copy it. You may choose. Oh yeah, yeah. That seems like trash. Yeah, but oh. it doesn't trigger with the copy, though, does it? Just like it doesn't trigger with Storm. Right. Just like it doesn't trigger <laughs> with Fuse. It's like, why Why did they make this guy in the set? Right, exactly. It anything. Yeah, I know. I know. It's dumb. It really is. So, I'm actually, like, really super excited about some of these spoilers that came out today. Okay, what's your favorite two? Favorite two? Oh, the ones that came out today? That's yeah. only like two, right? Two spoilers. Two or three? All right, well, pick your favorite two. Favorite two are, like, so Rot Farm Skeleton is insane. Is it? I don't think you could just start. You can't just <laughs> Evan Irwin and call everything insane all the time. It's, it's not insane. insane. Sure. I don't think that it's insane. It's a okay. sorcery, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> it's, a it's a sorcery, and the motherfucker can't block. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> Alright. I, I'm, still... I'm gonna have to ask you to clean up your language, Jay. There are oh. children who listen to this podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, children. That Don't say those words. Jerks only TSG say those words. listens to this podcast. And this, and is appreciate... this is a jerk-free zone. This is a jerk-free zone, TSG. appreciate hearing you swearing. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think he cares about my swearing. I think he cares about your swearing, because he invited me to come on his show. Blam! Blam! You have been blasphemed, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Suck on that. I've been blasphemed. Love you it. Behole. Yeah. I I like Reanimator needed to get any dirtier. Like I feel like this guy's pretty sweet. He's like a free mulch. Like uh, uh he's like a four mana mulch. Yeah, but like you flip him over and he's just value. Otherwise he's a four he's a, one that you he's just He's a bash. four mana mulch after you mulch. <laughs> Anyways, I think he's pretty good. I'm I'm I was really interested to see that they put like a built in dredger into the set. Like it it it's just it was it's neat. It's just so stupid though, because every time they like Mark Rosewater on his blog always says 
like people always ask him like oh what's the chances of storm returning and then they ask a bunch of hypotheticals like oh do you think actually i just realized reddit is the um upgraded version or sorry downgraded version of the mark rosewater blog but um (laughs) and they always ask him like the dumbest they're like oh what if you did this with storm and then would it be more fair or what if you did this or or then what if you made it so that storm also for each storm copy, it like cost you a life. What if you made it so that it like you know, or if there was a limit like five or something, you know? And they always ask him, and he always says every time, "Stop asking about storm. We're never gonna bring back storm. Storm's never gonna happen. It's too broken, and there's no way to fix it. If we did try to fix it, we would have to water it down so far that it would never, ever, ever work, and it would never be storm, and it would be garbage. So don't ask about it. Stop asking about it. Shut up. Um. And I feel like Dredge is the same thing. Like, we're going to make a guy that dredges, because the original, you know, Ravnica had Dredge, and it was really powerful and awesome. So we're going to make this 4-1 guy, and he he dredges. But then we're going to up the cost to, like, a million, and we're going to make it a sorcery only, and we're going to put it on a guy that has one toughness, and we're going to put it on a multicolored card, and we're going to make it so that the guy that we put it on is a guy and not a spell, and we're gonna make it so you can he can't block so basically he just runs into their defenders and then he and then you pay four mana to mulch and then they hold all their counter spells for your reanimator spell yeah i don't think like why do you think this is good in reanimator scott i i just like the i think the effect's neat i think the the fact that they've you know given a guy that can repeatedly you know through some hoops, sure. You just like repeatedly dump a bunch of shit into your graveyard. I think it's pretty good. I like it. Okay, you like it from a like a fun standpoint. You're not saying this is like constructed playable. I'm saying that like they kind of did their best to bring Dredge back. They waited to put it on one card at the end. Um, you know, it's uh it's pretty sweet. I could totally see this actually happening in Commander too. Like this guy could be pretty good when you got a million mana. So yeah, I mean, in Commander, when you have a million mana, I guess, like, maybe? Yeah. If this but, guy could block, like, if this guy could block, he'd be really good. But obviously the fact that he can't block is one of the major strikes against him, which is also probably why he's only an uncommon. I mean, he can't block, he's a 1-1 one, one or something? 4-1, like he's 4-1. He At least he's got some bite. Okay, he's a 4-1? Yeah. yeah. Like, you're not even seeing that much, like, what's that Veilborn ghoul? Doesn't really see any play either. And that has, like, sick interaction with, like, um... Sphinx of the Chimes. You're welcome. (laughs) No, not... I mean, Sphinx of the Chimes is stretching it. It has sick interaction with the red spell that you can draw to discard to. Uh, The red spell you draw to discard to? Faithless Looting? Faithless Looting. It has sick interaction with Faithless Looting. Sure. And it's not seeing any play. Sure. Okay. So you guys all hate my pick. That's cool. Um, so this, this one, you probably, sh- this one, you, there, there's no way you can hate this pick. Trustani Summoner. Blah. Oh, no, fuck. this card's oh awesome. God. Oh my God. Are uh... you trolling? Are you trolling? Are you, the guy that's on, are you the guy on Reddit that's, that's, that's you? is that you? It's actually Scott. I'm not actually saying that this is standard play by any stretch of the imagination. Please don't misunderstand. I mean, now you're not. Now you're not after that reaction. No, not at all. Listen, he okay. So this guy is a like prime EDH card. This card's insane for commit. 
Um, it's going to make a million guys. Uh, like, you're going to see this in any sort of Revel Arc deck. Like, the fact that he is a one power, like, less, two or less, is crazy. Um, he's a 1-1, one, one, so he can, like, you can Skull Clamp him to get extra value. Um, he's, he's an elf, which is relevant, and he's in green-white. The two colors that you get to, like, rebirth and bounce and flicker your guys the most in. Well, aside from blue, but you get the idea. This guy is pretty sick, and he's like an army in a can every time. I I, I like it. So like you it. like him for commander because he makes dudes. A lot of dudes. He makes hey, like, like three are you dudes. Playing, are you playing like, Bestial Menace? Sea of dudes. <laughs> no, but I also can't recur an endless chain of Bestial Menace with the fucking Karmic God Revel Arc. So. I guess. There's got to be better options. This Yeah, guy like is... killing them. Like, like killing them with friggin', you know... You know, highway a, robber. You can kill a, him with highway robber with in a Tristan. Listen, in a Tristani commander deck, you want Tristani summoner. Period. Okay, I guess for seven. I don't give a shit how much it costs. It's going to come out of the graveyard. So in whatever. A in a Tristani crappy token commander deck, you want the crappy token card. Sure. Okay, I get. Sure. It. Yep, that's what I want. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. Those are my two. <laughs> poor Scott gets crapped on. <laughs> oh man! Let it be a lesson to you, ladies and gentlemen. Never go first for anything. <laughs> That's right. And give up on your dreams. And yeah. give up on your dreams. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'll pick one of the spoilers that I kind of like. Sure. Um, it's called uh, Varls the Scar Strike. Oh fuck! I wanted to pick this guy. Get out of my life, KYT. This guy's insane. <laughs> this guy's insane. So this guy is a legendary troll warrior. He's three mana, a colorless, a black, and a green, and he's a 2-2. Two -two. And what he says is each card in your graveyard has scavenge. The scavenge cost is equal to the mana cost. Sacrifice another creature, regenerate, vols, scar, striped. So this is like the green-black version of Cedrus, from a mechanic standpoint, right? Because like Cedrus gave all of your guys on Earth in the Unearth block, and this guy is the scavenge colors and gives all you guys scavenge. Yep. Okay, so can we just get the whole, yes, we understand Death Shadow is a thing, and it's hokey, and it's modern, and we'll find out how good it is next year? Uh, I mean, Death Shadow is one thing, right? Okay. So uh, now, now what else? Now why else is he good? Okay, um, well, first of all, he's very low cost, at like three mana. He's a 2-2, he's a but he gives like a pretty powerful effect. Uh, even in like Legacy or whatever... I believe that Tarmogoyf also works with this guy. Yep. So, like, anything with an XX works with this guy. So you can scavenge a Goyf onto something. Um, you know, he's in the colors of Deathrite Shaman, which is a real big plus, especially at three mana. That puts him sometimes in... Puts him at two man, two turn two in formats with fetch lands. Um, in standard, you have Boneyard Worm. Which is also works with this guy, and Boneyard Worm, green one for XX. No, yeah, equal to the creatures in your graveyard, right? Sure. Yeah, is it in your graveyard or every graveyard? I think it's yours. Boneyard Worms' power and toughness are equal to the number of creature cards in your graveyard. So it's basically scavenge for two, and then you can pump any guy for like a ton, right? Yep. So yeah, I think he's. Uh, I think he's playable. I think he's sick. Did you want to add something to that, KYT? I mean, it's a re like, 
limited bomb. <laughs> yeah, I like, guess in fuck. limited it's dumb, right? Jay, like, this guy's like so annoying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you could just kill him. Like, mm. he regenerates. He fucking regenerates too. Like, but you gotta sack. His... A, like, I guess they have to sack a guy and he regenerates. Yeah, that's that's annoying. He that's, scavenges he's, that. Fucker. He's gonna be pretty. Yeah, and then he scavenges. That's gonna be pretty annoying. That's uh, he's awesome. He's look at the look at the art, man. He's awesome. This guy's a boss. This guy <laughs> is a fucking boss. First pick any day. Oh, so. Man. Oh yeah, you first pick this for sure. And he's just like almost unstoppable, I think. Just like the the second ability is just so like like the first ability is relevant enough, but his second one saves him and fuels like the first one. Like what the fuck? Yeah. So. Maybe in block this guy's gonna be a house. Because I, like what what kills that doesn't like what kills that basically regenerate is super huge in block, right? Because, like, what can kill something that can regenerate in block? Don't know the removal suite enough, but it's... Okay, so we got Mizium Mortars, right? Oh, Detention Sphere. Detention Sphere, yeah. Which is heavily played in the Esper deck. Azorius Charm will put it at the top of the deck. Um, He's only ever going to be a 2-2. If he gets too big, he can be Exile Bustle's new charm. Um, Well, I mean, he's not only ever going to be a 2-2. You can scavenge whatever you want onto him. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. If he gets too big, he can be Exile Bustle's new charm. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Which you could play around. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but you're asking what stuff exiles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, I don't know, man. This guy seems sick. Well, can he be killed by... Oh, he can be killed by the white spell. Um, renounce the guilds. If he's, your only guy, if he's the only guy on, your, on the table, because you got to sack him. Yeah, yeah. Renounce the guilds, for those of you playing all along at home, is a new white instant at rare that's white one. Each player sacrifices a multicolored permanent. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, okay, so that's good. Pick another one. Okay. Uh, I picked one, so now it's KYT and No, G- no, no, I picked two, so now you pick your second one. <laughs> oh, man, I'm picking the second one? All right, let me go over to the Legit MTG Facebook page where I have... <laughs> All of the Dragon Maid spoilers in, a, in an album for people to look at. <laughs> Let me go in there. <laughs> does it have to be? <laughs> does it have to be spoiled today? No, at this point we can move along. I guess. Oh, I want to talk about this Blood Scrivener. Sure, go ahead. Yeah, this guy is retarded, man. Whew. Okay, so this guy is—I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Scrivener. Yeah, Scrivener. All right, Blood Scrivener. Um, it is one in a black creature zombie wizard and it's a 2-1 and it says if you would draw a card while you have no cards in hand instead draw two cards and lose one life now uh, the first obvious like application is a zombie deck right people are like oh, yeah. so I put in my zombie deck and then I empty my hand and boom I gotta draw two cards next turn right well that's sick whatever Good, good job Quick financial thing. I saw that these were sold out at $5 on Star City, so I put them up for pre-sale at $6 on my website, and somebody bought them all. Wow. And then I looked on Channel Fireball, and they had them at 6 and sold out. So wow. then I put them at 10 because these things are just flying off the shelves. Okay, so here's the other thing. Um, in the Legacy Storm deck, 
you used to play four bobs. I don't know if you still do. I, I know I don't think Adam Prozac's version plays four, but you used to play four bobs. Uh, part of it was for like, uh, you know, to to combat like him to Torok decks and stuff, because they would like empty your hand and then you had to rebuild to to get Storm. This guy would be pretty sick in a deck like that because like between using Lion's Eye Diamonds and then storming out anyways, uh, your hand may be empty. And then if you have, like, a Gitaxian Probe in your hand, and that's the last card in your hand, if you play a Gitaxian Probe, you draw two. Or if you play a Ponder, you draw two. Hmm. How does this work with Brainstorm? Uh, you draw six cards? Do you? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, because the draw happens all simultaneously. It's not three separate draw triggers with a Brainstorm. If you have an empty hand... And you brainstorm, you draw six and put two. No, back. that's not actually how it works. There, there was already there was already a fact about it. Was there? Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, even just like pondering with an empty hand, getting nets you two cards, which is sick. You get to stack the two that you want. Um, and I'm not saying like I'm saying maybe the storm deck, but I'm not saying. For oh sure. no, you draw four cards. You do? Yeah. So here's the thing. So if you have an empty hand as Brainstorm starts to resolve, you draw two cards instead of one for the first of the three draws. If you still have no cards in hand when Brainstorm has you draw the second of the three cards, say you replaced both of the first draws with, like, Words of War or something, then you'd also draw two cards. Same applies to the third draw. With no other replacement effects on the draws, though, you draw four and put two back. Whoa. This is provided your hand is empty. Oh, because you draw four because you draw two and then one-one. For the first one and then one-one, yeah. Yeah. That's still sick, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, like, even, like, this and Brainstorm with an empty hand is sick. Um, so I don't know. I don't know, man. This this card looks pretty good um, in, like, in lots of weird corner case situations. Also, just having it at the beginning of the turn with a, with a hellbent hand uh, seems sick. So those are my two. Well, there's just shit left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jay, your turn? (laughs) No, I I don't have any. We already talked about my favorite one. Which one? What's your favorite one? Uh, The scavenge guy, sure. Mm, Sure. (laughs) Well, like, do we want to talk about Ral's Eric? Nope. (laughs) Nope. No. I mean, Um, we can. What's to say about him? Like, he's not terrible? Right. Okay. Um, nobody thinks he's terrible. Just nobody think like everybody just also shouldn't think that he's like Jace. Right. I'm just like it's so annoying. Yeah. Who thinks he's Jace though? Everybody on average you get two point five fucking extra turns. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh my. God. <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> on average two point five. Extra turns, like yeah, because it's 50% to, to get heads or tails Ooh. on five flips, you know? That's math. That's like mm-hmm. if we do the statistic of Nishnee, Nishnee, Nishnee. Oh, man. So, the other one that actually Sam Black is, I think, fairly high on, as I understand it, is Sire of... In- no, is it Zvi Moshewitz, maybe? One of those two guys. The Both LSV, right? Is the LSV spoiler, Sire of Insanity. Um, and I think Brian Kibler also made a comment as well, because Ben Blyweiss has this as bulk rare, bulk, bulk rare. Um, and everybody that has been like, like, like I said, Kibler and, and those guys, they're all like, are you 
killing me. Like, this is nowhere near a bulk rare. Like, read this card again, because it is not a bulk rare. Um, I have a feeling you're going to see this guy uh, as a serious, serious card in block uh, as a counter to Sphinx's Revelation decks. Because, like, a 6-4 demon for for red-black 4, at the beginning of each end step, each player discards his or her hand. So at the end of each turn, both players hellbent. Hmm. So like even they're like, yeah, Sphinx's Revelation for like six cards. You're like, nice stream of life, idiot. Discard your hand. Man, it'd be sick uh, if you had something where you could draw two cards and you had an empty hand. When you had an empty hand. It'd be pretty sweet, right? That would be insane. But like I can totally see both Sire of Insanity and Rurik Thar, the Unbowed, doing some work in a Jun deck um in block, for sure. Especially, hmm. like, they've each got their roles to play, right? But, like, I think it's very possible that you see these cards. The problem is, in block, it's hard to resolve this guy, right? Who? Sire of Insanity? Yeah. Against what? Syncopate? Cancel? They, there's, like, the block decks have, like, Cancel, Syncopate, and maybe another? Well, they have Render Silent now, too, I guess, right? Well, yeah, but they also have, um, they can have Counterflux if it's got red. Oh, that's true, too. Like, the ones that I was looking at, the block decks that I was looking at, like, some of the Asper ones, were, like, just chocked full of counter spells. I was like, oh, man, that's gross. Because there's no Cavernous Souls. Yeah. So you can, like, literally play, like, an actual control deck. Like, Um, going way over the top, too, with them, right? Oh, my (laughs) gosh. There's an Elm's Beast deck in block. That's insane. Um, I'm looking at the newest block list. Uh, this one has syncopates, cancels, and yeah, else we already said that. Um, do 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 do. This is bullcrap, man. I'm looking <laughs> at I'm looking at these decks that uh, didn't exist yesterday. <laughs> oh, render silent. This is actually the first time I see it. Oh, you didn't see that before? No. Wow. So render silent is blue, blue, white. Instant counter target spell. Its controller can't cast spells this turn. So it's counterspell with a silence attached to it. Literally. Yeah, so here's a block deck that went uh, 4-0 that's running 3 Psychic Strike. No, that's like another one too, yeah. And 4 Syncopate. And they board into more Psychic Strikes. Yeah. High Priest of Penance is in the sideboard of a bunch of these block decks. Well. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of kind of weird. I've been, uh, I've been focusing more on block because... Uh, we're finally getting a Pro Tour team together, Legit MTG, and I'm... Uh, no. Yeah. Fuck. Is oh, it yeah. like... Does it start Bernie Wen? Bernie Wen is on the Pro Tour team, yeah. Wow. Fuck. Who's leading your team? Um, This is all... This all will come out next week. All this information will come out next week. So, uh, so because... Uh, because uh, I got this team, part of the perks of being sponsored by us is to borrow cards. So, like, I'm looking at all the block decks, I'm looking at the spoilers, and I'm starting to put aside a big stack of cards that the guys might need for the block uh, PT. Nice. Wow. Mm. Wow. Wow. How many people can you mention? Oh, uh, there's five. Week? Five people. Sweet. Can yeah. they sing, kar- can they sing karaoke? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know how, how karaoke skills are. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I'm pretty pumped, man. I'm pretty pumped. It's really, it's really a group of like of rookies, so it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. But uh, I think that they, I think, I think they have like good intelligence behind them. You know what I mean? 
So no, we don't because we have no idea who they are. I know, I know. So next week, guys, next week. All right. So let's. So so we'll do that next week. Yeah. 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 Sounds good. So, uh, Chris Jericho, you got a pick for me or what? What? <laughs> Jay. What, Chris Jericho? Chris oh, Jericho. That's me. Yeah, it is you. Do you have a pick for us? Pick one. Just, just mention what? one. Just, just pick one more spoiler. We can be done with this. Just. Oh one. man, I don't care about any of the spoilers. They're all shit. Really? Okay. So yeah. pick one and tell me why it's really, really shitty. Oh my god, I don't care about any of them. I don't even know what they are. Like, then how do you know you don't? How do you know you don't care? Well, like, okay, so somebody sends me spoilers every day, and then I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, yeah, none of these are standard playable, so I don't care about them. Like, none of them are even getting me hard for the cube. No? Deputy of Acquittals is totally cube-worthy. What is? Dep- Deputy of Acquittals. What does that guy do? 2-2 two, two, Flash for one oh, blue, and then, one like, white. Get one and, of your guys you back? Bounce a guy back, yeah, it's totally you don't even, Do you think that's not even constructive playable? Yeah, like it probably is. I mean, I'm not. It's not exciting. I don't care about it. It's not like it fucking makes my dick hard. Like, what about Beck and Call? You don't like that one? Oh fuck, dude, that's like another uh, whatever that card is called. Glimpse of nature. Oh. Glimpse of nature. Have Jay, you heard play, about, Jay, have, Jay plays a lot of modern and legacy elves. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, in yeah. case you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but have you heard about the combo with the uh, burning tree emissary? In Cloudstone Curio, basically you can draw your whole deck with this. Sweet. What format is that in? Modern. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So you play Beck. You play the Beck side of Beck and Call. Right. And then you play an emissary. Yeah. And with with Cloudstone Curio, it makes you bounce uh, whatever uh, the, permanent a guy. Type. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What that so, you, does. so so yeah, you just bounce the emissary and just draw your whole deck. And then what do you do? Grape shot them. Shit. Yeah. That's sweet. Yep. Cool. That's yeah, insane. Man, That's why Cloudstone Curials are like ten bucks right now. Man, I should sell the ones I have. You should. You should sell those. And I don't know why Beck and Call is only four dollars. I think everyone still thinks that the combo is going to be really janky and loose. It doesn't matter, dude. Yeah. What's the what's the the call? You just named the card that I'm trying to. Glimpse like of Nature's banned in sta- banned yeah. in modern. Yeah, it's, so it's banned, but it's also like twenty dollars. The other half of the so the half of the people that aren't enjoying the card are very much just like, well, I think it's janky and loose. And then the other half of the people that aren't enjoying the card are just saying, it's going to be banned immediately anyway, so who the fuck cares? Yeah, and like, I'm not saying that either one of them are right. I'm just, that's part of the contributing factors. Even in standard, you pay six mana and you get freaking four flyers and draw four cards. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. No, I'm saying that's pretty good. That's sick. For like 12 mana. Six mana, bro. Brozef. 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 You got you got to figure like lingering souls. You get four got four one one flyers for five mana. You know, but you pay it over. This gives you four extra cards for paying it all at once plus one. But it doesn't get you it in the fucking graveyard. Oh, it's actually eight mana. Ugh. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it's eight mana. Oh man, that. that's surprising to me. I'm very surprised by that. Oh, man. You don't like this Advent of Worm card? That's kind I of love that. Oh my! God. I love that card. Oh, I don't like that. That's the dreaded, penis, the dreaded penis assault. That card's amazing. Come on, Jay. You just want to populate this bitch. Right? <laughs> I can't wait to play like oh, standard man. populate 
fucking shit. Oh, you're gonna get blown out in limited with this card for sure. You're gonna be like attacked instantly. Oh, yeah, like, in limited, <laughs> in limited, in limited, everything that's a bomb is a bomb. You're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really want to play with this. Like, just populate, and uh, it's it's pretty sweet. I think. I think it's a I think it's a great card, man. It's definitely not my style. I'll probably never cast this card in my constructed career, but I it's think it's a good card. It's an instant. That's I know, I know, but I still like, wouldn't. Most people kept commenting how they didn't realize it was instant to like after they checked multiple times, looked at the card multiple times, but uh, maybe. Uh... Could it see play in a control type deck? Maybe. Like I, I feel like cards like this should be good enough to play constructed. Like it's pretty sad when like our model worm is not good enough to play. Yeah. Standard, and I don't really understand why it is not good enough. Um, and I, and I feel like this card's just not going to be good enough either. Um. But I feel like I want it to be good enough. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know if it. I think it could be good enough because you could just flash it in. Yeah. yeah. Like that's huge to hold open mana for. Like, you can decide. Do I want to for what? For what? What am I doing? Like, you're Sphinx's... you're holding up you're holding up mana, and then you're gonna choose to either Sphinx's Revelation or cast a five five worm. <laughs> Yeah, or so then I I want you to cast a five five worm. I don't give a fuck about that. Then, yeah. like, so like that's I'm that's right. not the deck. That's not the deck that that goes in. That I mean, like, I think if this card is ever gonna see play, like the deck that it's gonna go in, like maybe it's a one of in that deck. But the deck that it goes in is like the green white aggro deck where you're just like turn one guy, turn two smiter, turn three this five five worm, or you know, like to like with like to block you type idea. And then, like, kill you. And that's not good enough. Why does having, in that deck, flash is nothing, then? You just cast as a sorcery. Yeah, I mean, you could do that. I, I think, like, the, the That's what I'm saying. Like, as I'm saying, it's not good in in the Bant deck anyway. What are you doing in a Bant? Like, you don't want to do that. You want to cast your shit and stabilize and then cast giant revelations and then cast Angel of Serenity. I don't know, man. You can cast this and then wolf run it. Who knows? You could do that with anything. Not with Flash, bro. Oh my god, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't do anything. It, like if I would play so play this card if this was like if the mana cost was just like blue or something. <laughs> that would be so sick. <laughs> like one, one one blue, one blue. <laughs> yeah, three colorless, one blue. <laughs> Cuz then you could just hold up counter spells, right? And then just end of turn play a 5/5 five, five, and they're like fuck. Yeah. Just beat them down and you have counter backup it's like it's like you're yeah, all that's what that would be sick. sick or i don't know or like you know you could uh <laughs> you could just get it flashes worm in you could like uh wolf run it and then they, they could be like they could be like abrupt decay nice worm bro yeah yeah decay your worm oh your worm is rapidly and abruptly decaying before my eyes. <laughs> Got you. And then, like, you're like, oh, man, I wish this was our model worm, so that if they abrupt decayed the token, I'd still have a worm. Oh. They can use John's favorite card, Celestia Charm. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Yeah, I, I don't think it's bad, though. 
five five for four mana. I mean, what more do you want, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm the same. I guess if it drew a card, it would be good, right? <laughs> if it drew like five cards, yeah. Five cards. <laughs> it speaks his revelation, but it's instead of gaining life, it makes a creature for X. <laughs> I also feel like I just wanted to. I just want to play like Thrag Tusk over it. Yeah, but it's four mana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't want that at four mana. I don't want to be doing that. Like, what am I doing on turn four with four mana open anyway? I'm probably going to Resto Angel something. Resto Angel what? I don't know. What am I doing, bro? Nice sure. center. Nice, uh, nice sure. Borderland Ranger you're, sent- you're-, you're Restoing. Or you could have a 5-5 five, five with Trample. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you go, I guess, trample. yeah. <laughs> I love when Jay does that. <laughs> I, I, I guess. <laughs> I, think, I think the Flash and the Trample are the two things that make this pretty good. Like, the 5-5 five, five for 4 is... The unfortunately, we're getting to the point where that's, you know, like, Dread something Goliath or whatever... That fucking scavenge. Yeah, that's the one. Like, he doesn't see play, and he's a 5 5 or 4. Like, yeah. five, but it apple, doesn't have trample, there's no flash. Like, I, I feel like I feel like you probably could get uh, a little bit of mileage out of it uh, because of that. But Yeah. I, yeah. I like this. I like this card. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah. I wouldn't be unhappy to open them, I'll tell you. <laughs> like, here's your sealed deck. Well, no, obviously. Nobody's saying this card's bad and sealed. Yeah. Or but anyways, it, I, I'm petitioning that it be called the Dreaded Penis Assault. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That's another, like, this is a, another candidate for one of Heavy Meta's fucking banners again. Yeah, yeah. Dreaded Penis Assault. And, uh, <laughs> and, and make sure you guys all submit it, even if, uh, if Ruben Bressler, if you're listening to this, because I'm sure you are, because at this point you haven't turned it off. Um... My, I'm volunteering it for your nicknames cast for Dragon's Maze, and even if you just call it DPA, I'm totally okay with that. So, DPA. You just drop this on your opponent, you go, boom! DPA! Suck it! <laughs> so, what could he use for another acronym for DPA? Like, what could DPA mean instead of Dreaded Penis Assault? That's a good question. <laughs> I gotta think of anything. Uh, yeah, we gotta think. Listeners, come yep. up with something. Come up with them. Put them in the comments. Yeah, <laughs> other yeah, unique acronyms for DPA that mean something other than dreaded penis assault, just so that he can say it on his show. But we we know what it means. We know. We could all snicker. We could be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 all right. Sweet. Oh, you know what I wanted to talk about? I wanted to drop this bomb. Uh-oh. So, Mr. Brutoncini has been banned for an additional six months. Oh, yeah, we did want to drop Discuss. that tonight. Discuss. <laughs> Discuss. Well, he's kind of like, well, you know, it's come very clear to me that you guys may not want me around in this community, and I'm thinking about quitting altogether, so if you all could please tell me if you want me to stay, that'd be great. Thanks for coming out. Sorry, did he say that? Yeah, he said something about it on his Facebook. Really? He said... Yeah, I'm no, paraphrasing, but only slightly. He, didn't he say things like, it's become clear to me that my behavior is not acceptable, and so I'm going to stop my behavior 
Isn't yes. that what he said? Yeah, he said that, And too. he apologized. He didn't say, tell me what you think, and if uh, you want me to quit, I'll quit. Hold on. Uh, here. I, I feel like I've already been sufficiently punished for my actions I may have committed. If you feel the same, then maybe it's time for me to come back. Just say something politely below or anyone else. If you think it's justified, I'd also like to hear your side of things. In case you're wondering, though, I'm considering quitting for good because I believe it has become apparent that I'm not welcome anymore. Right. Is that better? Yeah, that's not the same as him saying, tell me if you want me to stay and I'll leave. Just tell me if you want me to stay. Just tell me. <laughs> what do you me. want me to do? Do you want me to go? Do you want me to you go? Want me to if stay? you want me to go, I'll go. Anyways, there I you go. I just love you so damn much. So there you go. That's what, I, that's what he said. Whatever. Fuck Alex Burdencini. Who gives a shit? <laughs> what do you guys think? Um, Discuss it. Discuss it. There's a really I'm... interesting um, <laughs> a really interesting thread on Reddit about it. Oh, really? That's really... <laughs> what yeah. do the Redites have to say about it? Well, they're just, it's just like a lynch mob, so they're basically just like, that guy is mean, so it's justified <laughs> that we can all say good riddance and fuck him. <laughs> that, that's a Redditor's voice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, can you help me with my Demir deck? I don't want to pl- change any of the cards, but I'm not winning, and I need to know how to win with my Demir deck that isn't good. But I mean, that's not really a fair thing to say. That's a joke. People, that's like a comedian joke. That's a joke. It's not really fair to like just make fun of people that are you know new to magic and want to do bad things. They gotta learn on their own. So just you know, it's fine. It's whatever. It's whatever. It's it was whatever. funny though, because like a lot of people were like. Go back to your shitty podcast and complaining about Reddit. And I was like, oh, so you do listen. You have heard. <laughs> you have gotcha. heard. Yeah. Oh, and I'm not, it's not like I go in there and I'm like, someone's like, hey, can you help me with my Naya Blitz deck? And I'm like, oh, I'm on a podcast and I play um, Naya Blitz too. And uh, so um, what had happened there was uh, just, I'm like, really, I know pros. That's like, I'm not walking around saying that, right? So it's funny. They just notice my username and then they're like, Go back to your shitty podcast and complaining about, and then they make a, and then they like make a reference to something I like did this week, and they're like, oh, so you, so you're a fan, you're a fan. <laughs> it's okay, Jay. You don't you don't run a pro website, so that's true. It's not a pro <laughs> website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why is that guy asking you to sign that thing? Why are you, why are you all Why are you all salty, Jay? Why are you all salty all the time? I don't get it, man. You had a good relationship with your father, you know. You, oh my god! <laughs> you know, you have a good life. What are you salty about, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's well, true. Salty. You have nothing to be salty about. You're a poser. You're a poser, man. I'm like a goth emo kid. Yeah, exactly. You're like an emo kid who has nothing to be sad about. You're right. Yeah. Are you guys objectifying Jay again? So knock it off, Jay. Knock it off. Are you labeling me and objectifying me? I'm yes, so much yes. more than a label. <laughs> I'm, like, I, I'm multifaceted. Okay? I have depth and layers. Uh, and I'm, like, an, I think, I'm like an onion. I think it's rude that you uh, <laughs> are objectifying me as something. Because I'm not one thing. I'm many things. Yeah, you're a whiner. A complainer. <laughs> a hater. <laughs> Among other things. <laughs> oh man, what is going on here? Anyways, I thought uh, you wanted to discuss the Alex Burton Cheney thing. I wanted you guys to discuss it. I don't really have much to say. Um, I, I guess 
the I guess the word from the streets is that he didn't get banned for being a jerk. He got banned for double streaming a GP. Is this true? No. I, nobody I knows why he got banned because nobody will say, and which is so stupid because it would be really nice if we knew exactly why he got banned. So there was. So my my understanding is is that in his, when he was performing this commentary over the SCG stream, when he finally did start paying attention to the chat, there was a level three judge in the chat that apparently is very very close or works at Wizards, which I think is bullshit that that matters anyway. Yeah, but you know, I guess he started to get offensive and berating this person. This is sort of... Get offensive? I mean, he started offensive. Anyways. And went worse. (laughs) And so as a result, you know, I think that contributed. But again, like, we don't have any sort of confirmation one way or the other. So everything is is, wild and rampant speculation. What the theory is, is that he was... Because he's actually banned until... He's actually banned until something. um, October 31st, I think. Yeah, October 31st. (laughs) And so he's banned until then, and then they were going to lift his ban for some reason. Nobody knows why. They assume it's because um, good behavior, I guess. His team members members, petitioned on his behalf. Yeah, and then they probably said stuff like he's learned his lesson and blah-de-blah. And then, like any fucking child who literally doesn't have any reason to change or learn his lesson... Uh, once he got unbanned, he like was on his stream, and then I guess he was being offensive, which I think is fine to do. Uh, and then I guess he was being rude to a level three judge, which I think shouldn't matter because that judge isn't the judge of streams. Um, and then <laughs> I the guess judge of streams. And then I guess, like Scott said, uh, basically he's friends with somebody at Wizards and probably told them and a bit a bunch of like Chris Mascioli probably. You know, took screenshots and told Helen Berger, and I, I mean, I saw it on Twitter. Like, I saw him, yeah. I saw him like petitioning to get him rebanned and all this garbage, and then it happened, and he was like, "Oh, I guess good things do happen sometimes." So, and um, so like the thing is, the thing is, um, he, they were saying that he got not banned for messing with a judge, but for restreaming. But like, what's wrong with what's what's the what do you mean? What's restreaming? What's uh, so? What happens is that uh, when Wizards of the Coast, because I guess he jumped from like the SCG coverage to the to the GP uh-huh. at some point in the stream, so he's restreaming the Wizards of the Coast coverage of the GP. Right. But I guess what happens is when the players go on camera, they get to they have to sign a release form that says that they allow Wizards to stream them. Uh huh. And and so since they allow wizards, but they don't allow Alex. Yeah. Alex is basically streaming these people without their permission. Right. From the wizards' feed. Right. Which which, as far as I know, shouldn't have anything to do with the DCI. Yeah, that's I not, mean that sounds that's, like it's a legal issue. That's the that's the um, I guess that's the argument, right? Is how much can the DCI that. police things? I didn't I didn't hear that was the reason that he got banned. But I I mean, if it is, that's that's fine. Like I mean, that's good to know. <laughs> Yeah, it's good to know. Like, like I just I don't understand. Like the I like I said, it sounds like a legal thing. Like if I if I'm playing Dota and I stream Dota and like you know PV is playing with me and he doesn't want people to see him play that because of what he says or does or whatever. Then like if I'm streaming it, then am I gonna get in shit for that? From yeah, that's 
Dude, that's from, a like, whole from thing. whoever controls Dota? Or am I gonna or is PV gonna have to do something legally to me? Or yeah. like also like if am I allowed to am I even allowed to stream Dota? Or do I have to get written consent from the from Valve, the company who's owns it? Like is the issue that he streamed a GP and didn't get written consent to re stream their thing? Like I can't put the Super Bowl on my stream, right? That's illegal, right? I yeah. can't tape a movie and then show it to people. I can watch it for personal use, but I can't sh- I can't rebroadcast it, right? So yeah. is that the problem? And then if that is the problem, I can see them, I guess, like rebanning or reinstituting his ban for the full time frame, uh, based on the fact that I guess they're going to pursue legal action against him. I guess, but that still just doesn't make sense. That's yeah, that still just doesn't make sense to me. Like if I'm going to sue you, I don't give a fuck if you go to a tournament. Like, pay me my $45, and then I'm going to sue you. <laughs> yeah, so that's where, that's where that, I was... So, so that's what we think happened? That's, no, what, I, I that's what people told me. Because mm. I was asking... The question I asked is, why is it okay for the DCI to extend this ban? Um, I'm not saying, you know, you know, everyone should be assholes or whatever. I'm right. just asking, like, what what is the line, right? What yeah. can the DCI ban you for, and what can they not ban the, you for? I think the issue too is, like I said earlier, because they don't ever like they they have a strict set of guidelines and rules and you know things that they're supposed to follow and adhere to. So, like if they're banning him for something that they're not going to let us know, like exactly clearly the reason, mm-hmm. then like how do I know? That if I fart, it's not going to be assault. Which, which <laughs> like, that's hilarious. Haha, <laughs> jokes. But also, somebody got charged with assault on a police officer for farting in a police car after they got arrested. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, and that's, that the, that's the problem. That's the problem is you don't know. Like, you, you don't know what they banned him for. You don't know what the like, line is. And you know what? I think that the DCI, which is, you know, a set of governing bodies that govern uh, tournaments. Magic tournaments. Yep. Uh, I think that they should probably govern the fuck out of magic tournaments, but I don't want them governing like what food I eat or what shows I like or who I can tell <laughs> to their face is an idiot or not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, that's, uh, yeah. uh I just don't know. And like the, the main thing for me is like I don't I don't care if you think that they should be able to ban Alex, and I don't care if you think that uh, if Alex is total cunt that he should get banned. That's fine if that's what you think, right? Like the problem with the magic community is that nobody wants to back up their thought process. They just get into this mob mentality and this whole meanies are bad and you know girls and misogyny and all the supposed sexism. <laughs> All this supposed bullying and all this stuff. And it's, you know, I mean, I'm not advocating that Alex should not be banned. I think that he should have had a lifetime ban when he fucking cheated and was a total douche about it. That's what I think. Lifetime ban. Never play this game again. Get the fuck out. Fuck you. Uh. Um, but if they didn't do that, and then they allowed him to come back, and then they said they were going to unban him, what did they reban him for? Because he was a dick? Yeah, I think I think they're trying to institute a jerk-free zone. <laughs> <in tournaments. laughs> and like, you know what? If they are trying to institute a jerk-free zone, that's totally fine too. Because I guess this game is you know thirteen and up, and they everybody wants to be friendly, huggy, kissy, sparkly, which is fine. But then you need to tell me, 
You need to say, you know, if you're going to play magic and you're going to say the word fuck, then we're going to ban you. And like, okay, I'm just not going to say fuck anymore. <laughs> you're magic, and then you're going to stream something about magic, and then you're going to say that guy is a shitty player. You can't say that. You can only say positive things. If somebody makes a misplay, you have to say a positive thing about that person. Okay. But you have to tell me that. Like, what if I'm talking about a magic tournament? Yeah, like, I don't think the problem is that, see, what, what people would say, because I had this whole discussion on Twitter, that you're, yeah. everything you're saying, I had this whole discussion. And here were the points people said. Wizards doesn't have to do that. They don't have to do anything. It's their company. They can do what they want. Mm. So that's what they would say to me. They also would say, when well, I we, said, what, what are the rules? Tell me what the rules are. They yeah. say, no, you just want to know the rules so you can rules lawyer them. That's what I'm saying. And, None of the, none, nobody wants to back up their point. They just want to tear down your point, right? And so what I, what I was asking, like, that's the thing. Me and John, I think, we're asking the same question. And it's just like, if you think that, that they should be able to govern, like, your Twitter feed or your Facebook or your phone calls or your text messages, fine. But why? Just to, like, what is the benefit of that? And if you say the benefit is that they keep out the jerks and the jerk-free zone becomes wide and more influential. And I, I don't like jerks and I want to live in a jerk-free zone. Fine. I do. I do. Fine. That's fine. I do. That's fine. I, do. You gotta, <laughs> I do want to live in a jerk-free zone. <laughs> Chris Mastioli and everybody else but you on the planet, every single person on the planet is a piece of shit. And you're like the second coming of Jesus. You're like the ultra-right. <laughs> That's totally fine, but instead of calling me a cancerous piece of shit, why don't you tell me what you want from me, and then, and then I'll be like that, right? So, like, how come you get to be a cancerous piece of shit? It's okay in the magic community as long as you are only a cancerous piece of shit to other people who you think are cancerous pieces of shit. Two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah. Two wrongs don't make a right. What I'm, I, I'm with, I'm with Jay to a lesser degree. Uh, <laughs> I think that the the DCI doesn't have to do anything. They could do they, wizards could do what they want. They're their own company. I agree. DCI, I agree. but what I think would be wise is that wizards do set some guidelines and kind of they don't have to. Be, yeah, I know they can't document every single little thing that you can do to get banned. Okay, I know that. That's stupid to do that. But there needs to be some overarching policies. And I know that they released the one with the Dr. Eight side thing. I feel like there still needs to be a, a clearer line. Because when I watched Alex do that, I didn't know that Alex could get banned for that. Right, me neither. Okay? And, and that's a problem. Is me, who's as plugged in in this magic community as I am, if I don't know that an action could get somebody banned, then that's probably not a good. Uh, there's probably not good communication going on about that. And the, so, thing, there, the other thing is, does, does he even know that? Did he know that before he did it? Well, people would say you don't have to know, you know, how to not it, be a jerk. Yeah, excuse. yeah, you should just know. You should no, 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 no. When it comes to a banning, we shouldn't just know. And and there's this whole thing about, well, if you have to ask, then you shouldn't do it. Then no, because that restricts people's uh, freedoms, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It, you, need to, you need to let people be who they are. You need to let people live the way they want to live. And I understand that this is a game. We all have rules in the game. We can't just break the rules of the game, right? You can't just play two lands. But we know that we can't play two lands. Okay, so in this, in the same way, the social conduct, we need to know what we can and can't do. Right. And if, then, if, 
But he you, played two clans against you. Would you just course. call them a Canthers piece of shit? And then punch them in the face and ban them from FNM? Because they played two lands because they didn't know? No, you wouldn't. No. Go ahead, Scott. I was just going to say two explorers. Two explorers. <laughs> if you play two explorers, then you can play two lands. The thing is... You play three lands. <laughs> so, yeah. So, in, in, I think in the social context, I think we need a little more guidance. And it's, it's, a, it's guidance is free, okay? It's free to give us this guidance. And, you know, it's okay to say, okay, we've given you enough guidance, no more. But say that at least, okay? Just say, hey, man, uh, use your better judgment. You might get banned. Then we at least know that, okay, we got to watch out because anything can get you banned. You know? there, there are terms and conditions uh, when you get your DCI number, I think, that do say uh, you have to behave in a sportsmanlike fashion or something like yep. that that's what brian kibler told me that that it was unsporty conduct yeah which is which is like okay i can understand what you're saying but first of all alex was not competing right okay and so how was that unsport like i would have never make the connection between unsporting my conduct when i'm sitting on my couch saying like right now i'm on i'm on a podcast right now okay how am I going to be unsportsmanlike? You know, I might say something that's negative or say something that's not nice. An opinion. Or, or say something that's not even right for me to say. But how is that unsportsmanlike? It's, I don't think it is. And that's the thing is, like, I didn't know that making commentary on a stream like that could get you banned. I think that stuff needs to be more com- communicated more clearly. Or maybe it wasn't commenting on the stream. Maybe it was restreaming. I didn't know that. It's good to know. Yeah. Um, you know? We don't know what it was, and that's the problem, is that we have no guidance. And even the Dr. Eight Sides thing, they kind of try to jump around. The, they kind of try to jump around the issue with that without just directly pointing out, this is what he did. And it finally came out that this was in connection with a, a DCI tournament, so it falls under the jurisdiction of the DCI. Right. So go ahead, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, um, like, the other thing is that, like, for for me, like I want, I I don't want to hide behind the rules, but I like to know them. Like, how is like that's like that's like defending someone who is is you know is scumbagging their opponent because they know their opponent doesn't know the rules and saying like, well, they should just know them. Like, I I my big problem is that like no one is looking at this objectively. They're all just saying he was a scumbag, so it's okay. Whatever we had to do to him, it's okay. Like, yeah, for this you know, issue, I'm not, you have I'm to not, remove. You have to remove Alex Bernstein yeah, from the like, equation. I don't support. I don't support the death penalty. But if you raped and murdered a family, then I I support the death penalty in that case. It's like it just doesn't. That just doesn't. You can't. It doesn't work that way. Unfortunately, um, at least not in my world. It doesn't work that way. And I don't think it should. And I don't think that we should be okay with that just because Alex Bernstein is a piece of shit. And again, Alex Bernstein from the mouth of the King of the North is a fucking piece of shit. Like, he knows what he's doing, and he is a piece of shit, and he's acting like a piece of shit, and it's, and I think, he, like I said, he should have been lifetime banned for being a big piece of shit cheater, but he wasn't. So now, we can't go back and just change that by being like, oh man, well everybody just hates him, so we better fucking, you know, reban him, and everybody's okay with that, because he's a jerk, but you know, if it was like, if it was somebody like Jackie Lee who got banned for being, you know, for doing the same thing, People would be really upset about that. And, you know, some people, not just because she's a girl or whatever, but I'm saying because people like her. People don't like Alex, so it's okay. It's schadenfreude. 
It's okay to fucking just treat him poorly and enjoy his his misfortune because he's a shitty person. That's the problem, right? Chris Massioli, if I got cancer, wouldn't be upset about that because according to him, I'm a piece of shit person, right? But if his friend got cancer, oh my God, that's the worst. But that's, that's not how it works. It should be that no matter who gets cancer, cancer is a terrible thing to happen to anyone. I agree. And I don't think we should call Alex Bernardini a piece of shit so vehemently. I mean, he's a person, you know? He is a person, yeah. He's not an object. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm being serious. Like, I don't think we should just sit here and just keep saying it over and over. Alex Bernardini's a piece of shit. Because we don't actually know what's going on in his life. We don't know motivations. You know, maybe he did a shitty thing. You know, maybe it wasn't nice. But we can't judge him as a person for that, in my opinion. I think that's fair. You just blew KYT's mind. John and Jay agree on something? Mind blower. My mind is blown. <laughs> you know what, though? We agree fairly often. People just like to blow that out of proportion. Yeah, I think like, so. Like me, I, I like to blow that out of proportion. <laughs> People are always like, oh my god, Medina and Jay are agreeing. And it's like, you know, we agree about as much as we disagree. You know, the only difference is they, like, they notice when we disagree more because you're an idiot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like the whole blinking Aurelia thing. <laughs> Oh, man, that was a great discussion. I can't believe I let you guys. I just like held it in. And I just can't believe I. I might have even brought it up, and then just let it go. I can't somebody, even believe that you guys. The reason I brought that up is because somebody on Twitter brought it up. Saying, See, like, somebody on Twitter brought it up. Like multiple people on Twitter brought it up, and then we also had uh, it in the comments. Brought no, up. no, I'm saying like when I brought it up last week uh, about blinking the Aurelia. Because somebody was telling me about that succession of plays, and I never thought to like fact check them or just think about it for a moment. Just so I was just think like, that all the angels on Ravnica are a clone. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about any of that. I was just like, oh yeah, this guy was talking about you know blinking Aurelia, and that's just crazy. Like to me, I was like, yeah, that's nuts, man. How do you beat that? Like, blah, blah. and then it's like, well, yeah, you can't do that. That's one of the reasons, you know. And then like a hundred people on my Twitter feed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't blink Aurelia with uh, Restoration Angel, just so you know. Okay, you're super smart. Thanks for telling me that. You know, I couldn't read the card like you could just read the card. Yeah, I didn't just mess up and say something. No, thank you for correcting me. My life is now much better that I know, which I already knew, that you can't blink an Aurelia with Restoration Angel. You didn't fucking know. I knew that <laughs> shit. <laughs> you didn't know. Oh, man. Telling me things like that are not going to help me at all. I don't need your input, man. All right? That goes for all you guys who told me. And you weren't doing it to be nice. You were doing it to say, I know more than you, Medina. Gotcha. Yeah. They weren't being helpful. They were being jerks. And this is yeah. a jerk-free yeah. you were just trying to. You were just trying to, trying to show your superiority over me. You know, because it makes you feel good to think, man, I know more than Medina. But that's not true. It's just not true, man. Even if you it's know that a really you don't know. cannot Even get blinked. Even if you know, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know Jack. You don't know Jack. Shout out to Jack Granite. He's a cool guy. Fabulous hair. His hair's awesome. No doubt about that. So anyways, that's been your e-entertainment segment of the A-Team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I oh, love it. Chicka, chicka. So standard, let's talk about, can we talk about standard? Sure. Yeah, okay. sure. So I need some guidance. Um, I'm on Junk Reanimator. I've been there for a while. We all know. 
Ah, uh, we everyone knows. Uh, I went four one at the local again. Um, what did I die to? I died to uh, Blasphemous Act, and uh, you know the guy, Boros Regener. Yep. Which is pretty much the only way I can die to that deck. Um, but uh, so at three and one, I played against another junk reanimator deck. And this guy was not the greatest. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> he uh, he played a Grizzly Salvage. Had the most savage Grizzly Salvage I've ever seen in my life. It was double Barrel Rights, double Angel, and then some random X, whatever it was. So I'm like, uh, okay, I lose the game. Because uh, I did a mulch, and I had three lands and a mulch in my mulch. Nice, nice, so, yeah. So yeah, he had the Savage, uh, Grizzly Salvage. The game, he obviously gets the turn four uh, Angel, which actually can't really doesn't do anything, be, except for get his other Angel, and by this time, like a Thragtus, he had the thing. But he couldn't get anything off my board, because I didn't have anything. And I didn't have anything in my yard, either. So he hits me with this thing three times, until I kill it with a, with a Sever the Bloodline, and then the game starts to go longer. Uh, to the point where I can cast my own angel. So I'm waiting for a perfect time to do this. He finally gets a creature down, which is a lot with troll. And he decides to discard both the angels he had in his hand to the lot with troll and then pass the turn. And mm. I was like, hmm, that's super, super sweet of you. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm going to play this angel serenity. I'm going to pick that lot with troll and these two angels out of your yard. <laughs> under my angel <laughs> and then right as i said okay the two angels and i scooped him out of his yard you know with a little smart alex snap like whoosh, he looks at me and he's like oh <laughs> i was like oh man why am i playing this at the three one table i don't know and uh, and then i killed him because he had no more rest no more angels left so so anyways that was a fun fact fun story Carrie Dan can edit that out since you guys are all yawning. <laughs> cool, <laughs> cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. Uh, let's throw it in the story pot. <laughs> so um, the question I have is the version that I played that week was there's kind of an all-in version. It runs like four mulches and, uh, you know, four grizzlies, four barrel rights, all of that stuff. And then there's the version that your, your boy's working on, KYT. Yeah. And his is more controlling. It has like main deck Garuks, mm-hmm. um, you know, an Orzhov charm. This one has like no main deck removal. It's all creatures. What do you think about the difference there? Um, I've been playing the Somberwald Sage version. Okay, what do you th- what do you think about the Sage version? Um, I used to think that it was going to be. Um, shaky just like post sideboard once they they put like cheap spot removal like tragic slip and then the temple swing is just like just tapping three for sage and then just tragic slip for one and play another threat or whatever which Uh is going to be too much uh but when it lives it's just very explosive obviously um and uh i've been killing most people with crater hoof behemoth and I, i think i I've just liked the versions that uh, with Crater Hoof, you have to play the versions that play like the most lingering souls as possible. 
And I'm seeing versions like um, even Brian, who originally maybe was even going down on them, playing mm-hmm. like, um, what do they play instead? They played Smiter, and then the latest version he posted on Twitter, uh, the one he recommended me to play at an online PDQ, he put back like Centaur Healers, and yeah. like playing three, three to like people are playing three to four of that card over the Lingering Souls, whereas I've been enjoying myself, like, I don't know, I'm just winning most of my games just having four Lingering Souls and and the, the Behemoth being like a more legitimate threat in, in this version. Um, mm-hmm. Playing Brian's version, I mean, I felt it was... I, I personally am not a fan. Um, I'm just, I guess, haven't played that deck enough. I just don't like that style where I don't think it's... The, the game plan is just like mid-rangey. Yeah, it's and too it, diluted, right? Right, and I, it's, it just felt like... Like, Death Rite, like, he's even playing, like, more... Not only is he playing, like, other cards to dilute the plan, then he's playing cards that are, like, almost specific to the mirror. So it, like, felt really underpowered against certain decks from the get-go. Whereas, uh-huh. like, my Somber Walt Sage version is, like, really good game one. So, And what is, what is your version? Can you, like, read it out, or is there a list somewhere or something? Um, So it's straight out from... Second place mocks, and it's also in PV's article. Uh, he 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 goes through a lot of uh, a lot of standard decks and offers his preferred version based on I guess just his theory, just looking at them. And uh, he also goes through Reanimator and some of the cards and, and why he would play some or not. So uh, the main deck that I'm playing right now is very streamlined, and that's why I like it. Three Behemoth, four Angels of Serenity, four Umbria Rites, four Thraktas, four Sage, four Lingering Souls, four Grizzly Salvage, three Mulch, uh, four Avacyn's Pilgrim, and two Arbor Elves, with uh, two Gavney Townships, and, and the rest of the lands are... are uh, the lines are fairly similar to every other build, so a very basically sleek, no removal main deck, and and no Garricks, Garruks, no no funky tech, no Santor healers or smiters, which I think are just they're just okay. I mean, they're really good against some matchups, but um, if you just want to jam into a game plan, uh, that's why I like this version, at least game one. But then game two, like I found it tricky. To know whether when to side out Sage and when not to, so, mm-hmm. so that's been the tricky part. But I don't like like the mid range. I don't even like uh, BBD's version of Resto plus Angelic uh, no, uh, Acidic Slime. Even though he finished second place at a PTQ and he top aided the Invitational, I just don't mm-hmm. like the mid rangey sh- uh, stuff. So you basically do oh not my like. God. Sorry, carry on. No, they just spoiled a new mythic on the mothership. Sam Stodd spoiled it, and it's fucking insane. Okay, why don't you read it to us? Voice of Resurgence, green-white. 2-2, creature elemental. Whenever an opponent casts a spell during your turn, or when Voice of Resurgence dies, put a green and white elemental creature token onto the battlefield with this creature's power and toughness are equal to the number of creatures you control. It's an elemental. Uh, let me digest. So, that. Restoration Angel, Azorius Charm, Bogs, Sphinx's Revelation, all of these instant spells that keep getting cast on your turn, removal. So, like, somebody. So, you attack with this, and somebody decides that they're gonna, you know, kill it with a removal spell, like murder. 
and all of a sudden, not only do you get a token for the murder, but you also get a token for it dying. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I'm waiting for... Oh! 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 Oh, I'm so excited! Please tell me! For the love of God! Oh my god! I'm halfway there. So, they are reprinting Putrefy. Sweet. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Are they really? <laughs> yes, yes. So they're obviously reprinting Mortified. I think they have to, right? Yeah. And maybe all of them. Maybe Lightning Helix and... Whoa, Lightning uh, Helix? I don't, know, I don't know about that. Woo! Lightning Helix would be too hot for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like they could, they could just reprint the two. Like, yeah. Oh, what is the other? What were the other ones? It was like, it was like Electrolyze, Lightning Helix, Putrefy, Mortify, and then there. What's the other one? I don't know. Hmm, uh, what what colors would it be? So we have some, is it we have is it Boros some Demir garbage? Yeah, maybe or oh, d- the Perplex was the Demir one. Really? I don't even. I don't even know what that is. I've yeah, never it was counter counter target spot. No, wasn't it Glimpse the Unthinkable? Oh, maybe that was it. No. Two mana mill. Two mana mill ten. No, that was a that was a rare dude. Yeah. yeah. So was these. I think it. So was Putrefy. No, no, they're uncommon, bro. They're uncommons, dude. Chill out. Putrefy <laughs> and Mortify are uncommon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is oh, cube over shit. here. Doesn't are they really? Dude, are no, they really? They really are. I'm staring at it yeah. right now. Wow. Yeah. What fucking environment is that okay in? <laughs> Holy shit. My lightning helix would blow my fucking mind if they did that. <laughs> blow my mind. Oh, that's so exciting. Putrefy, I'm so excited. This is this voice of resurgence is kind of shitty? It's I don't know. I don't know how I Just feel. Say Just say it. I, I can't say shitty. It's it's hard to measure, but I'm trying to think of a situation where it's actually good. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. That's like, interesting. Like, I mean, you do... Yeah, it's hard to kill, right? Like, it, it's totally terrible in Naya Blitz where, you know, you're vomiting your entire hand onto the table, right? Like, that deck's fucking terrible right now. But, I mean, if it, if they <laughs> wrath the board, then what? If they wrath the... No, I see what you're saying. You <laughs> I love that pause. No, I see. What you're, I know. I understand what you're getting at. Yeah, because there's going to be no creatures on the table when it dies. Yeah, and like so, same thing. If you murder it, and this is the only creature, then you know it well, makes it kind yeah. of a lightning rod where you have to kill this instead of play spells to do other things. Right, but in order to ki- when you kill it though, like okay, so the idea is like you're playing this in a deck with a ton of other guys. creatures. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so probably he's, like, the third guy on the table. Okay. Right? I'm not so, saying it's bad. I'm just trying yeah, to... Yeah, no, no, I understand. So probably he's the third I guy am. on the table. So if you want to try to remove this guy during combat, uh-huh. you know, uh, so first off, when you cast that spell, you're giving your opponent a creature. So you're automatically going to get a 4-4. Yeah, but why wouldn't you just wait till your turn and then kill it? Well, maybe you do, but it's... I See, I feel this is another one of those cards like Boros Reckoner that are really going to change the way that people have to play around. Like, it's... I think it's going to... Like, I don't fear a Boros Reckoner at all, unless I'm basically playing against, like, somebody who has a freaking Harvest Pyre or whatever in their hand. Blasphemous Act. 
blasphemous act. It's not even like if I have a strike test and they have a boros reckoner, who gives a shit? Like, so the creature will survive the wrath. Like, so so Stodd's article does a really good job of explaining, you know, the different situations where this card is really good because he talks about it in context of future future league. Um. So so he says. So I'll quote the article. So around this time last year, Future Future League had a number of white-blue base control decks splashing either black or red, and white-red-blue aggressive decks Snapcaster, Augur, Bullets, and Resto Angel. After many hours of testing and realizing just how powerful these decks were, we wanted to make sure we put a card in Dragon's Maze that would give some of the green-white aggro and mid-range decks a powerful card that had enough utility to run in the main deck, but could especially shine against the red-white-blue decks. Something that would defend against Wrath without preventing board sweepers from being a legitimate strategy. From these goals... A few other constraints. We came up with the above design. So that's so... What all does it do? Well, for one, it makes a Flash Restoration Angel a lot less attractive into a surprise combat trick for for Flash. Especially makes attempting to ambush an attacking voice a really unappealing play. Played pre-combat, the voice provides some pseudo-protection for your creatures from Azoria's charm, and the Angel without totally locking the red-white-blue deck from making plays. Pillar of Flame gives the red-white-blue decks a card to deal with a voice, but increasing the number of those they play will naturally make some of their other matchups weaker, and blah 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 blah. Against the red-white-blue and control decks, an Esper control decks, it gives you another creature that survives Wrath, because it will make a 1-1, but then he gets bigger as you play more guys, and it makes its more standard answers put more pressure on the deck to run cards like Detention Sphere rather than just Azorius Charm. So it forces the deck to play more of its cards at sorcery speed, which helps to take away some of the advantages that one of those control decks have in the first place. Hmm. Totally. Okay, now it's starting to gel in the sense that you, when you play more creatures, your other dude gets bigger. Yeah, because yeah. he's always going to have power and toughness equal to the number okay. of creatures you control. All the I tokens, thought, like, right? I, I, my mind was like, you make a 1-1 one, one and that's it. <laughs> No. no, no. And then you play more guys and he gets bigger. Yeah. So so I, what I mean by the Boros Reckoning Impact, and I think that Sam did a really good job, is it's going to change the way that people have to play around it, right? Because like it's going to force people to play at more sorcery speed, which naturally hampers those you know, on-your-turn flash decks. So I think it's neat. It's going to be pretty cool. The art of the new Putrefy is sick. It is. I, that's that's like the most exciting spoiler I've seen all week. The fact that Putrefy is back. Like I was calling for Mortify last week just because I wanted a card that straight up just said "fucking kill your guy." Like Putrefy. Yep. That's it. I'm yeah, happy. nice troll with your regeneration, bro. Can't yep. regenerate from this. Okay. Remember that question you asked earlier? Putrefy, bitch. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. This guy, I like it. This guy is pretty good. This, I'm, I'm down with the, I'm down with the green white. Now, now that I'm, I'm warming up to it. <laughs> yeah. Imagine how dirty this guy be in Maverick. And the other is- thing is, it's not legendary, which for some reason I thought it was. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like at first when I looked at, it, I'm like, oh, this, this is weird because it's a mythic. So I just kind of like assumed it was legendary, but it's yeah. not. So yep. you can like double up on these dudes. The other thing that's very interesting as well, by the way, is uh, that they are changing this time around. The banner restricted announcement is coming earlier. It's coming on April 22nd this time. What? Because it was normally supposed to take place on April 29th, and then all the changes would remain in place uh, starting May 3rd. Mm -hmm. But uh, due to the development cycle for Magic Online, the announcement's being made on the 22nd. What does that mean? Interesting. Just means that we're going to find out about the ban, any ban or restricted changes for Magic uh, about a week earlier. Oh. That's all. But it's still interesting. Did you guys 
you hear about the Jace situation? Like, why is he going so up? Jace, why is he going up? Uh, apparently, there's a big internet retailer uh, buying many, many Jasons. Oh. And so, um, yeah, they're buying a bunch. This internet retailer that shall not be named is buying a bunch of Jaces. And why? Does anybody know why, though? Nobody knows why, but when this internet retailer buys cards, you probably <laughs> should see. also buy them. <laughs> I see. You know, because you never know why, you know? <laughs> Fetchlands might just jump up to $35. We don't know, you know? Ah, uh, I see. We, we have no idea what could happen. Stranger things have happened. So, yeah, so Jace's are being bought by this uh, internet retailer at $100 cash, which is what their price was about a week ago. (laughs) That's crazy. Now I'm never going to get one for my cube ever. So, yeah, so there's that happening. Um, So the reason I mentioned that is because you said the Bannon restricted announcement is coming out soon, and I'm curious of, you know, whether they're going to unban Jason, no, they're not. You think somebody? Could especially be. not, especially not with Bloodbraid Elf banned. No. I mean, stranger things have happened, bro. Yeah. What? Name them. <laughs> Name them. Okay. Uh, Green Sun Zenith and Wild Nakato get banned in Modern. <laughs> That's stranger than unbanning a Jace with no check. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, how do we know there's no check? Bloodbraid Elf is the traditional check to. Yeah. yeah, but there's lots of checks in modern. Thoughtsies, bro. Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot about Thoughtsies. You forgot you must have forgot about that. What I about this have. new unleashed creature that's black and red and he's like a four four with haste? Yeah, that guy sucks. He's a four four with haste. Or he's a three three with unleash <laughs> and haste. Yeah. And first strike. And first strike yeah. as well. You know what else is similar to that? It's Carnival Hellspeed. Nobody plays that card. <laughs> Uh, that card's gonna be good and limited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've played Carnival Hellsteed before. <laughs> yeah, I played. I played that all the, every time I opened it. That guy's that the card, fucking tits. Yeah, that card, yeah. that card is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen this other spoiler that just came out? Council of Absolutes. Oh, where's that? Nowhere. From? This is weird. It's a it's a four drop Council of Absolutes. Uh, two and a white and a blue creature human advisor. It's a 2-4. As Council of Absolutes enters the battlefield, name a card other than the creature or land. Your opponents can't cast cards with the chosen name. Spells with the chosen name cost two less to cast. So here's the thing. So this is sort of like a, I can have it and you can't, and I'm going to have it better. So you resolve this in the... You know, blue white mirror. Name Sphinx's and you revelation. say you say Sphinx's revelation. Your opponent can't play them, and you get extra value out of yours. Huh. Good thing this is mythic. <laughs> Pretty sweet sideboard card. Yeah, I'd say. What other? What? Okay, Sphinx's revelation is the obvious, but what other cards like can you think of? I guess you can name unburial rights. Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah. You can also name planeswalkers with this. You fucking. Can you imagine? You fucking play this and you say, like, Jace Memory Adept? And your opponent's like, well, can't cast that card. And you're like, well, on the Balaran. <laughs> you know? <laughs> a Balaran. So that's not bad. 
Is there straight. anything that costs straight two mana? Colorless? Because uh, maybe you ignore the first cost, the first clause, and you just use this to make something cheaper. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sorry, what does this guy do? He like he like makes it so you can't. No, so so you play him and you name a right. card. Your opponent can't play that right. card. You whenever you play that card, it costs two colorless less. Hmm. So at the very least, you could just play this card, say something that's really fucking expensive in your deck, and play it on the cheap. Yeah, that seems like a not a good reason to run up card in your deck. No, I totally agree. But like honestly, like Sphinx's Revelation on this card in the mirrors is insane. Oh yeah, that's that's really looks, good. Yeah. Cause you're never gonna attack with this card. Right? Like like you're never gonna walk into Azori's Charm on this. You all of a sudden now are forcing your opponents to leave in cards like Detention Sphere and fucking Supreme Verdict against control mirrors. God that's terrible, isn't it? I mean like they're gonna have answers though. Like cards like this are never the nut. There's answers to this. You bounce it, you remove it, you counter it, you play your own, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a cool yeah, ability. You play your own. <laughs> like, it's a cool ability, and it's an interesting ability, but, like, the problem with cards like this is you're not the only person that has thought of this and is, is going to play this. And I don't mean you, Scotty Mac. I mean you, everybody. Like, no one is going to be like, oh, man, I'm sneaking this guy into play saying Sphinx's Revelation, and then a guy has four Sphinx's Revelation in the hand. And he's just like, like, oh, ah, what? <laughs> ah, no, they just fucking bounce your guy and then play Sphinx's Revelation. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just it's cards like this are not cards that are format defining and that are going to make a big splash. They're cards that I can't remember if it's Johnny or Timmy, but one of those dumb heads. <laughs> it's it's it, they're just they're, they're cards that those people get excited <laughs> about for all the reasons you're naming and wow. that. And then One they of those just dumb heads. You know. Spikes only. Yeah. I mean, like in limited, this is gonna be a great card. Again, because you're just gonna name your bomb and then play your bomb on turn four and be like, suck it. <laughs> has to be a spell, so it's no. I don't think so. Oh, it has to be spell only? Yeah, right? Yeah. What does it say? No, name a card other than a creature or land card. Other than a So it could be an artifact, yeah, yeah. it could be an enchantment. So yeah, it's just like you could play, I don't know, I guess an artifact bomb. like a Staff of Nin would be sick yeah, with it. Staff of Can you imagine how dirty this would be if it did allow for a creature? You'd be like, boom, Thrag Tusk, fuck your face! Yeah. That's funny. It's like a heartless summoning. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Without a drawback. Like, but on a guy, yeah. But on a guy. <laughs> <laughs> and not two mana. And not Arthur black. Elvis just got a giant <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I think Arthur this card's this pretty neat. A testing tweet, you know, because yeah. we know he's testing with this card right now. In my, in my testing, I have found that this, this card is good. Yeah, like, how do we know he's testing? Is there any videos of that? No. He just says, you know, in my testing, I found that Thragtusk is really good. Oh, yeah, me too, in my testing. Yeah, I also found that. So Arthur has put out his recent tweet. If Jason Mindsculpt gets unbanned this next announcement, I sincerely hope that there are some repercussions for whoever will have leaked that info. Me too. Oh, we were just talking about that. It's like I'm plugged into the magic psyche. <laughs> or the brain of Arthur Hellivan. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather stick with the magic <laughs> psyche. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Alright. 
So that's cool. Covered a bunch of spoilers. Talked about some stuff. I guess, do we want to uh, kind of represent the comments a little bit this week? We want to address any of those? What were the comments? Uh, Did they say good things or bad things? Yeah, there's some good things. I like the wrestling picture. The wrestling picture's awesome. Nick Woodstra put it up. It's really good. <laughs> is that what you sent me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is stupid. <laughs> Jay looks so boss. And yeah. Scott is John Cena. <laughs> My arms, they're so short. I'm like a T-Rex. Uh, <laughs> did people talk about objectification and cubification in the in the comments? No, Sub Stevie actually wins comment of the year. Cliff notes of the show. One, Jay finds his inner cube. I think I saw his eyes watering. Two, Medina is two words away from quoting a Bible verse. Three, KYT's dad was injectifying his mom. <laughs> Four, Scotty lobbies for Selesnia charm. I smell insider trading. He goes, I think there's a hidden show behind the show. I'm interested in the foreskin of the show, Kyle. By that, I mean the uncut version. I feel like there are things that are inappropriate that you cut that I crave. Oh, KYT looks uh, like the worst in this wrestling yeah. picture. Yeah. I look Whoa. pretty badass. I look pretty badass. He did give a, a definition for Turbo Jack. That we asked. He did, he did. Yeah, a man named Jack who goes around town popping hoods of WRXs and Evos in the neighborhood, liberating turbos from said vehicles <laughs> while grabbing his veiny rod with a smooth baby oil, no pedo, gently stroking back and forth, coming to completion with the scenario of KYT's dad injectifying KYT's mom. I'm finished and all dirty. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> So, uh, Jay, I don't know if this... Can you answer this for me? Jailer makes a comment regarding Boost Cube. He says he's got one built with multiples at each rarity, and it works well without supplement cards. So, like, try three copies at common, two uncommon, and one of both rare and mythic. What do you think of that? Sorry, say that again? You said it really fast. So, for Boost yeah. Cube? So, oh, he plays... Yeah, where he said he prints multiples? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that seems fine if you just want to play just Booze Cube. But if you want to just play Booze Cube, I think you probably just could anyway. We did. Like, we, we played a draft where we just played with the Booze Cube cards. Um, so it's, well, it's only about 250 cards. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's it's fine. Like, you, the, the, the problem with the Booze Cube is not, or at the time, like, he's made new cards and stuff. That's what I'm saying. There's 250 Yeah, now. like, the, at the time that I was playing, the problem with the Booze Cube wasn't... Um, like having enough or it being balanced or et cetera. It was the fact that, you know, if I played a Necropotent, you couldn't do anything to that because there was no cards that destroyed it. Champions. Yeah. Or if I, yeah. if I drafted all of the soul ring lands, uh, which FYI, Scott, when you're, I know I, that's like number one. Yeah, on like, my list. It, yeah. like there's nothing in that. That's better than those lands. Nothing, literally no card. Um, I mean, if you're playing with a mana crypt, maybe you take a mana crypt, but, um, but like so so like what i was saying is basically just like he suggested that you supplement it with cards that you know are like utility they're not exciting like dis nobody gives a fuck about disenchant but you yeah. need cards like that and doomblade yeah. there's no doomblades in the fucking he made he made a bunch of new cards that are all like doomblades disenchants yeah. like they it's pretty good now so I don't know, maybe it is just enough, like maybe I just run 250 yeah. and do it, yeah, like I was trying to... The thing that I liked too is that when you're fucking hammered, I like seeing a familiar card. Like, it gets tiring having to ask you every single card what you play. So just being, just yeah. you saying Doomblade is fine, and that's nice. 
Also, um, I really don't like the idea of the booze cube becoming play a card, take a drink, uh, magic drinking, uh, we're sweet. Uh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I like the fact that I can also just kill you with a hero of blade hold with a bunch of intoxication creatures that make you drink infinite because of battle, you know, battle cry or something. Like I like that interaction. I think it's, it's, it's more fun for me if I, if personally, if I play booze cube as a mod to magic, as yeah, opposed yeah. to yeah. as a, it's a standalone, right? But, but his idea is good. Like it's, it's, it's it's just an alternate way to play it, which by the way we'll have to do uh, at GP Calgary. Yeah, I know I'm gonna get practice. Speaking of GP Calgary, everybody, if you're coming to that, don't make any fucking plans because there's gonna be a manner deprived official GP Calgary party, and the last one was amazing. Pros were there, you know, commentators were there, regulars were there, sweet dudes were there. Everybody got drinks and karaoke. Everything was fun. We had a great time, and we're gonna do it again. And also, it's going to be my bachelor party, probably. So I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I've never been married before, so I don't know what that is. Uh, but Scotty Mac has all the information. You just talk to him. Don't make any plans. Don't plan to go to some other shitty bar. Don't plan to go home and see your wife. That's boring. You tell him, we're going to the manor deprived party. And if she says, what's that? You say, goodbye. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> what's that? Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> you, you don't worry your little head about it, lady. I'll see you in three days. Yeah. <laughs> Fish for my corpse out I'm of the river. I'm being called from the king of the north. <laughs> That's right. My banners I, have been called. Yes, sir. So just so you FYI, just so you update there. Yeah. Just want to make sure early because you know i don't want to be saying people like hey man what are you doing tonight and they're like oh we're gonna do this and i'm like oh you're not going to the man at a pride party and they're like oh i wish we knew about that uh and then like no man you, no, man. Go, you gotta come to the man at pride party man come to it tell everybody tell everyone tell everyone everyone yeah everyone yeah i mean like maybe doug potter won't go nobody likes that guy i'm just kidding obviously I'm pretty sure Doug is like I'm there. I don't know sure. if he would go because I don't know if he drinks, actually. Yeah, I don't think that it matters. I think he's already told me. Like, he's offered to help. Okay. You know, Some people that don't stuff. drink, like, all like to yeah. So I was going to say that's fine. Hey, uh, John. Mm-hmm. Obsidat's aid has been officially spoiled on the mothership in English. Blammo. I see that. I see that. Just tell him. What does it do? I know that. It's Black White 3 Sorcery. This is actually a sick cube card. It better be. Return target permanent card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Oh, yeah. What? That's yeah. a crazy card. That's, right? That's crazy talk. That yeah. is crazy talk. Target permanent card. Can be anything. So what's its cost again? It's five. It's white, black, three. Hmm. This could be a sweet uh, junk reanimator card. It could very well be, yeah. It's just that I don't know what you want to reanimate other than fucking dudes. Uh, you want... Six unburial rights. Oh, that's totally fine too. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there isn't. Just no saying, you, you got to cast no this one from your hand. That's all. <laughs> I cast unburial rights from my hand. What I do like about this card actually is that it does open up the potential to play like an Esper, uh, like an Esper reanimator as well. Like Solar Flare. Like Solar Flare. Solar Flare. I mean. You know that was, that was done. I mean, they, they were trying to do that, but this could be pretty sweet. 
You just mill yourself with drown yards and shit, control the board. Oh, Snapcaster Obsidat's aid. Your face. Yeah, what are you going to What are you going to bring up? What are you going to bring to life? Missions. Something. <laughs> yes, that. That's awesome. I like, love I'm that. Gonna, I'm going to cast Omniscience, and then, now that I have, I can cast everything for free. And then I'll I'm just gonna, use all that mana to cast Sphinx's Revelation for 15 and kill you. I'm going to, well, you can't use Sphinx's Revelation because it doesn't go No, in. You, you tap all, listen, you tap all of the mana that you have, you cast uh-huh. Sphinx's Revelation for 15, and then play all the cards for free. Yeah, play all the what cards? All the Mizium Mortars and Snapcaster Mages and freaking Obsidat's Aids? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're just going to play all these Temple cards for no, free? No, then you play Grape Shot. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, is that all the cards in this deck are castable. Like, you could probably cast your whole hand if you had 13 mana. <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't Grape Shot them for, like, and kill them. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't get to play Obsidat's Aid. Okay, bye.